Yeah, it's how it's going down, nigga. All we need is a stage, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on and popping, baby. Last temptation. You know what's the best thing about Jarrell is he's down for Murder, Inc. What I, what I love about Jarrell is no one is more willing to laugh at his own jokes than Jarrell. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, welcome to the Riot Squad cast episode three. Woo! Three. Record. Record setting. Again? Every time we record. Every, every time we make one, record setting. Every time we record a podcast, it's going to be the record setting podcast. Yeah. This one coming from the Baron DeBelter Memorial Podcast Studio. Yeah, rest in peace, Baron. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Baron was a friend of ours that uh, got into, uh, how would you say, some untoward uh, life life choices. We're really starting this off bad. People said to stop using people's names that no one would know. Well, they said explain it. As long as we explained it, it was fine. Okay, I guess. <laughs> anyway, Baron was uh, is an old Larzer, an old school Larzer, who uh, uh, lived a rough, rough lifestyle. Rough. I had to say the least. It was yeah. rough. He he enjoyed himself. He found a way to enjoy himself. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Anyways, Tucker, how's it going, man? Uh, good. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I didn't even introduce you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm pouring a beer, and I was hoping Ed could give me like five seconds to pour this out, and then immediately he's like, hey, Tucker, come out here and, and shuck and jive. Yeah, I got distracted. Anyways, my name is Ed the Zombie, and I'm joined by my life mate, Chris Zero Cool Tucker, how's it going, man? Uh, very well. I'm in live and in person today. Yeah, so no live. internet, no internet fuck ups. Yeah, you won't hear you won't hear Chris's fucking internet go. Yeah, I'm not hiding in a closet from my children while I'm podcasting, so yeah. it should be nice. That might be a good thing. So how's it going? How's it going, man? How you been? Good, good. Uh, just got back from a wedding uh, in Big Bear that was cold, um, but also had an open bar, so. That worked out. For the first time in my life, I went to an open bar wedding and didn't black out, which was phenomenal. So that's like, what, one of two times? Uh, well, I'm a, uh, well, I think it's one of four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so you're back in, in SoCal for a little bit, right? Yeah, at least. Uh, well, I take off tomorrow, so I figured I would come in. I'm, gonna, I'm staying at Ed's house tonight, so I figured uh, it's going to get very sexy. But I figured I'd come in the galaxy with Stomp on Seattle. And then Ed and I would record a happy-go-lucky podcast and uh, with no audio difficulties, and everything would go uh, swimming. You know who else thought that we'd have a good time this weekend who? and that Seattle would be an easy to go? Who? What What does that mean? I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> easy to go? Easy to go, yeah. <laughs> all right. You know, all around the league, everyone was like, you know what, let's just give LA a chance to win the Supporter Shield. Everyone. Everyone. But we fucked it up. Yeah, again. <laughs> That's what we do. Again. It's Two weekends in a row now, we've had results go our way. It's incredible that this team just seemingly is like, nah, I don't want the Supporter Shield. Not going to do it. Not got that. Not going to do it. So we had Toronto draw. We had Dallas draw. We had Colorado draw. The only two teams that are kind of in the race with us are the New York teams, mm. and they both won. Yeah. But, uh, again... We, well, we shit the bed we again. Are, we are continuously our own worst enemy. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 been the case for a long time. It's the case now. Um, but I guess we'll get into more detail 
uh, in going into the Seattle game, but we we managed to kind of fuck the whole situation up again. <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? Well, let's just get into it. I mean, I think that's what everyone's expecting us to talk about. Sure. Well, the, 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 the hope was this would be a real positive and happy-go-lucky <laughs> and, you know, very, very, if, if I dare say, a very Ja Rule-themed podcast. Ja Rule being a, a, a particular sense of happiness and joy for Ed and myself. If Ja Rule had any saying in this match, he would have had us win. Yeah, well, you know, Ja always has our back. Ja watches over us. Yeah, of um, course. But I, I rewatched the game. I, I didn't get a chance to see it live. Ed was at the game. Um, we just finished rewatching it. Um, yeah, you might hear the sexiness in my voice because I've been at. I was at the game today. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, how did you think we played? I didn't think we were. We were. I didn't think we played poorly. I just felt we. I mean, as is typical of the galaxy, we failed to maximize on some chances. Um, we got. We had to pay for it. Uh, a few players stuck out as, again, not being good enough. And and you're gonna have the same people defending them and the same people saying, "Hey, you know, it was one one moment or or you know this one particular incident," um, but it seemed like it was the same old nonsense from the same old people all over again. Well, I, I think the first half hour of the game, we totally dominated. Well, you you highlighted you highlighted while we were watching that it was the uh, that water break. the hydration break yeah, yeah the hydration break killed was momentum pretty much the moment where Seattle started kind of coming back and and pressing us a little bit harder yeah definitely it just seemed that you know, we had the better of the chances in the first 30, 40, 30 35 minutes um, we had about four or five shots unfortunately every time we took a shot it was mm-hmm. directly at the keeper mm-hmm. um. And then you just had that hydration break, and then from there, I think it just killed our momentum, and then just had Seattle just on the on on the front foot for the whole time. Can I ask a question? No, I'm. Uh, admittedly, this will be distracting and has nothing to do with your point, and is entirely a tangent. But also, I'm a couple beers in on the day. What do you think Bobby Brown is doing right now? I think he is enjoying his dead his dead uh, daughter's awful. money. <laughs> what? The- I don't know why I was thinking, like, we, Ja Rule and Bobby Brown did a song together a couple years ago, and so I think that's the reason I'm thinking about Bobby Brown. Jesus Christ. But you were in the middle of this, like, why we were playing terrible about Seattle, and I'm sitting here quietly just thinking. Thinking about Bobby Brown? What do you think Bobby Brown's doing? Right <clears throat> I don't know. Awesome. Fantastic. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, there were some moments where, where and uh, a good friend of mine, Josh Gessman, who runs the Corner of the Galaxy podcast, uh, we were talking last or throughout the course of the last week about it and uh, defensively where some of our issues are coming up. Um, we had two goals given up that were probably something that we could have stopped without too much hassle. <laughs> Steris. Uh Daniel Steris getting getting beaten pretty, pretty hard um, by Jordan Morris. Badly. Oh, uh, God, so bad. And look. I want to go after Daniel Starris. I don't think he's good. I don't think he is good enough to start. I don't think he's good enough for the first team. Uh, I am consistently one of his biggest critics. Von Dame and Ashley Cole were way too far up the field. And I didn't say it when you and I were watching it because I, I wanted to mention it here and, and, and have you, you, you know, state your case for it. But he's not good enough. We all know he's not good enough. I have to imagine Bruce knows he's not good enough. 
given that Von Dame and Cole have both played at an extremely high level, I have to assume they both know he's probably suspect. Why both of those two were pushing up really high on the left field and allowed Daniel Starris to be in the position that he was for Jordan Morris to beat him on that counterattack. With that said, there's no reason Daniel Starris shouldn't have been able to stop Jordan Morris. That it's on that's on Starris himself. But you can't leave someone who's that big of a liability by himself um, against a team that's looking like they're going to play you for for a quick counterattack. Yeah, I mean, if you've noticed the last couple of weeks, um, Van Dam has really been pushing for his uh, goal. Do I call him Van Dam or Van Dame? Well, I call him Van Dam because I don't give a shit. If right. he wants to, let's go with that. I like that one, Van Dam. Sorry, Van Dam. I, I was gonna, I was gonna call you out on it last time because you were like Van Dame. I don't know how to pronounce this guy's Van name. Van Dame. I liked it. Well, when we first signed him and we were posting uh, Jean Claude Van Dam signs or gifs or gifs, sorry, people That's kept gifs. correcting me. Um, but I, I like Van Dam better. Jean Claude, Yele, Yele. Yelly, it's Yelly. I'll, I'll give okay. I'll give him your first name. You give him first. It's Van Dam in this country. Second, in America, <laughs> it's Van Dam. We sent him to Ellis Island. And Anyways, the pronunciation. do you do you think that AJ in that situation fares a lot better than Sturz? Um, I would, and you and I were speaking about this briefly earlier. I would like any of the people in either the independent media or let's even say the people who work for the team uh, to, ooh, excuse me. To question Bruce Arena as to why, um, I really like this cough mic. It's great. It just bailed me out. Uh, I would like someone to question how AJ De La Garza doesn't start over either Steris or Robbie Rogers. I mean, I, I, I love AJ, and it's not something that I, I think is, is biased on my part. I honestly think he could he could have matched Morris on like a break on that breakaway that that Steris, I'm sorry, he could have matched Morris. AJ could have matched Morris. You're from this country, On that right? breakaway. Are you from America? America. <laughs> when Sarah's literally got pushed off the ball, okay, fine. Yeah. Morris, is, is a, he's a big body. He can push people off the body. Sure. But you had the position. Push people off body. He had the position to not have that happen. And I think if AJ does that and if he, if he gets beaten on the ball, he has enough pace to get back and to, to cover for it. Yeah. I which Sturz well, does not have. Uh, top to bottom, AJ De La Garza is a better defender than Daniel Starris. I agree. Every single day of the week, I think so too. There is I agree. No one in a sellout stadium, whether it's twenty-seven thousand or this new twenty-five two sixty-two or whatever number it is, sellout stadium. There isn't a person in that building who regularly watches the Galaxy who will say they trust Daniel Starris on the back line more than they trust AJ De La Garza. Period. I mean, at this point, I'd even put in AJ over. Um, Robbie Rogers, man. So, so that was the conversation Josh Gessman and I were having. Um, we we both see that there are defensive liabilities. I see Daniel Starris as a greater defensive liability. He sees Robbie Rogers as a greater defensive liability. We both agree that both are defensive liabilities. But the question comes: Where do you use the asset that is AJ De La Garza, who can and has played in all four parts of the back line? Uh, he's played in a in a three man back line. He's played in a five man back line. He is clearly a, a, a asset, a tool, but the question is where you play him above some of these other guys. But I can't imagine a scenario where the current back four are good enough to keep this guy out of the lineup week in and week out. It's crazy. It's it's unbelievable. Honestly, I think you, you put him in the in the center back with Van Dam. 
I think that's a pairing that will win you a championship. Well, my argument was Robbie Rogers offers you something going forward. Mm-hmm. His ability, you know, when Raul Mendiola is is playing, and I can't for the life of me understand how Baggio Hussidic started in this game, but I assume we'll get to that. When when Mendiola is playing on the right wing, when Gio is 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 playing a little wider, and and even in his you know kind of center attacking midfielder spot, is is pushing a little further to the to the side. You get something out of Robbie Rogers, um, and you—that's a value. That's with Steris, it's just the defensive liability. He's just playing his uh, center back role and getting beaten by players that he should stop um, on goals that he probably should be able to stop. But it's it's Bruce's. I need two big guys big as center, center backs. back. Yeah, that's how Leonardo was able to start games. That's why how Leonardo's played for so long. Yeah. With that said, I would still rather see Daniel Steris than Leonardo. Leonardo. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I can agree with you that. Very few scenarios where I'm like, but I, I wholeheartedly agree. I wholeheartedly think that you put AJ and Van Dam as a center back pairing, I think that wins you the championship every time. We tie this game at the wor- at the least. At the least, we tie this at game. At the least, we tie it. At yeah. least. Which was one of the interesting things about this game uh, that I was hearing. Mostly, and in fairness, again, I watched on television. Um, some of the calls from the ref, uh, Taylor Twelman saying that there was no no contact uh, in the box for the legit penalty call. Oh, clearly, he absolutely kicks this guy. In, <laughs> he absolutely kicks this guy in the ankle. Clearly, um, clearly, it's a it's a handball, and without uh, a push. Come on, he's, they're claiming that you know the 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 handball call that was against um, Torres. Torres, the same person who kicked legit in the ankle. They they claim that he got pushed from the back, mm-hmm. which is absolute bullshit. What's great is absolute bullshit. So even if he got pushed in the back, did you see who would have pushed him? No. The ginger ninja. Uh, your boy. Ginger privilege. Your, I your boy ginger privilege, <laughs> Jeff Lorinowitz. <laughs> oh, oh man, God, awful. It, it, how can it, how do you ask me to care about a game? And we've talked. You and I talked about this prior to, I think, prior to us ever recording. It might be in the first one. How do you ask me or anyone else to care about a game where you start Baggio Husidic and Jeff Lorenzo? And and Lorenzowitz. Yeah. Mendiola's doing nothing? I saw that lineup, and every time I see a Baggio and Lorenzowitz starting in the midfield, I cringe. I assume we're playing for a draw. I, I assume we're playing a game that doesn't matter. I think that's Bruce looks, thinks it doesn't matter. That's what it looks to me. To me, if you play a Baggio and Lorenzowitz midfield pairing, it's a game you're saying, we don't need it's not important. It's not important. Hopefully we win. Hopefully we can get a Maybe draw. we'll squeak out uh, a 1-0, and then that's when they'll come in handy for to, to close out a game where their defensive prowess <laughs> oh, is, you, is useful. Real, before we get too far, uh, you know what, what watching Steris made me think about? And even watching Rodgers made me think about. You know who I really, really miss? Who was that? Sean Franklin. Mmm... He's not great. I love you, Sean, but he's not great. He's not he's he's capable. He's good enough. He was part of the best backline we've ever had and probably the best backline in the history of this league. He would allow AJ to play in the middle. Um might be a, an option for when Ashley Cole retires and you put Rodgers back on the left. Yeah, but the problem is you still get the same amount of terrible crosses from from him or Rodgers, so I don't But yeah, it's like I are we getting the you're... best crosses from Robbie Rodgers? He's he's capable. I, I don't know. I, I was thinking about Sean earlier, and I and no, I'm a huge fan of, of what we called the Fantastic Four. Um, 
it was you know Omar and and Sean and AJ and and Todd Donovan, um, which we should talk about the the. Why are you bringing up old shit, man? Because things were good. Why are you bringing, why, why bringing up old shit, man? What old shit? Move, move on, move no, on. I can't. Move on. I can't. When I move on, I have Baggio Hussitic starting games. <laughs> and so one of the other things you and I were talking about um, was starting Jeff Lorenowitz. So if you're playing a team like Seattle, and and presumably you're trying, you're worried about the quality of defensive midfielder that you're putting on the field. I can see how you don't start Rafa Garcia. Because you're you're worried about you know is this a player that's going to be able to to match up to their ability? Is it a player who's going to be able to keep you know a cool head and and not get in card trouble, which Rafa seems to have some issues with? But the other end is it's 98 degrees for a one o'clock kickoff. I mean, how long is Lorentowicz? 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 How long realistically is he going to be able to? Uh, to go in this game at a at a pace with a team that's probably going to try to counterattack us pretty hard. Oh yeah, um, especially when the right the far right side. I mean, I, I looked at the lineup and it, it drove me nuts. The far right side had Baggio Husidic, Jeff Lorenowitz, Lorenowitz, Lorentowitz had Lorentowitz. I'll take it. Lorentowitz. 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 You still said it wrong. I, I just, can't. I can't do I it. I just did a phonetical uh, whatever. God damn it. Phonetic. Phonetics. 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 Anyway, so it had Jeff. Lorentowitz. That guy. Baggio Hussidic, um, Robbie Rogers, and Daniel Starris all on the right side. Ooh. I mean, Ooh. we're lucky we got out where we did. <laughs> it's oh. it's it's four guys that it's eh, if they got traded tomorrow, would you would you be all that concerned? Yeah, would you not, be that worried? Not really. Um Nope, not really. So that that seemed that seemed worrisome to me, but it, it's the current state of the team and you know, I, I would have liked to have seen Rafa Garcia get some minutes against a, a, a big team and, and get, show him that you have some faith in him. Um, we all know that's not really Bruce's M.O. as far as the younger players are concerned. Mendiola played for, for G2. Um, you know, Garcia couldn't make the field today. We subbed on, what, Gordo, Gerard, and Landon. Yeah, um, that has to be the oldest uh, substitution. Like the c- combined age of those substitutions has to be the oldest ever in the history of MLS. Yeah, and it's two and a half guys that I really love because I count Landon twice. Um, but it's because he got a, he's got a big dong. He's he's got a massive dong. Um, but it's 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 two substitutions of players that I really like. But it's ninety eight degrees. Um, shout out to Mel because I know that's her that's her group. Um, I've been I've been sitting here trying to think of a ninety eight degree song because you said it twice already. Now there's a reason you can't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, but it's 98 degrees and you're, God damn it. And now every time I say it, I think of this band and you're subbing on, you know, a guy who retired, a guy who's likely to retire at the end of the year and a, and a guy who's almost definitely not going to be back in Steven Gerrard at the end of the season. Um, I, I kind of wonder why Bruce continues to have his unwillingness to go with some younger talent who may fare a little better in the heat. Well, I think he just relies on experience. I mean, and we've seen that from Bruce before. Yeah. It's why he constantly brought on Tony old, Sané. yeah, Tony Sane, Eddie Lewis. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's the guys he constantly brings back that are from the night the 2002 World Cup. Landon Donovan, <laughs> yeah. but that one's working out pretty well. <laughs> but it, it's it, he relies on experience. He doesn't trust the young guys to get it done. Yeah, well, the old guys aren't getting it done. Mm, well, like, yeah, that's exactly. what worries me. Uh, Robbie Keane. 
there was a let me see if I can pull it up super super quick. But there was a, a stat that flashed on the um, the game the the screen during the ESPN pregame today uh, about Robbie Keane and um, Giovanni dos Santos. Giovanni dos Santos has one goal, seven assists in eight hundred and twenty four minutes with Robbie Keane on the field. He has thirteen goals, four assists, and uh, in twelve hundred and fifty six minutes without Robbie on the field. I don't understand how anyone, because if you go to the LA Galaxy fan Facebook page, I don't understand how anyone continues to advocate for Robbie Keane getting a designated player extension for the 2017 season. It's 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 mind numbing and it's ridiculous. Especially a guy who's going to be turning 37 next year. I think it's 30. Yes, yeah, 37. Because he's 36 now. Well, that's usually how time works. So yeah, I would imagine you would get one more. You get one more age. You <laughs> he's get one head, more year. He's head over shoulders. <laughs> you so much <laughs> but he'll be 37 next year is that seriously a player you want to spend millions of dollars on no you in, know in it, a short it, answer no exactly and as much as keen has done for our club in the last couple years you have no to disrespect yeah you have to learn when to move on yeah i mean it's he makes the what is look let's be honest what is the future of the team uh with as far as current talent, Giovanni Dos Santos. Exactly. Definitely? Definitely. He makes him a worse player. Mm-hmm. Period. If you watch the game today, they're he makes very Gio similar. a worse player. They, they run the same space. They kind of negate each other. Mm-hmm. And it's... Uh, Gio is going to be the future of this club. Yeah. Or he is the future he of the club. He is the future of the club. Robbie Keane, uh, uh, unfortunately, is going to be... It has to be the past. He has to be. And there was a time he made sense. There was a time you put all the effort behind him. You put all the energy behind him. You put the money behind him. That isn't today. It isn't. And you've seen in the last two years that his body is not what it used to be. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's he's a step slower. Um, I, I saw. Oh God, who was? I think it was it was rolled on. Yeah. Um, they're going they're going shoulder for shoulder, and this and granted the kid's a lot younger than him. Um, but he's beating him step for step for step. And Robbie tries, he's trying to give him a professional foul. He's trying to drag him back. And physically, he can't keep up. Fat, he's not running fast enough to be able to pull this guy back to foul him and get a card. And then the guy throws a shoulder into Robbie's shoulder. Robbie goes down, clutching his face, saying, Oh, I got hit in the mouth. Where's my yellow card? No, you got beat. And the kid went shoulder to shoulder with you, and he beat you. He beat you off the ball. You know, oh, that's the one that Robbie like elbowed him in the back and then claimed yeah. it wasn't a foul. Yeah, and then I think a foul went the other way, but it's physically it looks like he can't do it anymore, and he's only getting older. And there's nothing wrong with a player getting older, but there is definitely something wrong with a player getting older, and in a cap league, treating him like he's 29 years old, yep. treating him like he's 30 years old. Yeah, there's there's no way I think. That they should extend his DP status. No way. There's no. There's no reasonable way to think about it. It's just, you have to be like, you know what, Robbie, you gave us good years, but it's time to move on. And if he wants a designated player deal somewhere else, I understand it. Yep. You're 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 you know you're an aging player. You're getting older. I should say I shouldn't call him aging, but you're getting older. You've got a family. Presumably, you're the the primary breadwinner. Um, careers are finite. Careers are short. 
and you're getting to the end of yours and you are looking to make the most amount of money you can before the end of your time. I get that. Look, let's not bullshit. He is an aged player. Yeah, of course. He well, he's been an aged player. He's been he, around for years. It's uh, it's the t- it's time to move on from us. Yes. If if you want to go somewhere else, then I can understand that. If you want to if if you're really about the city of Los Angeles, if as the Galaxy social media will have you believe, if you're really the king of LA, if you're here for the Galaxy and you're here for Los Angeles, take a non-designated player deal. Which he won't do. Come off the bench. He's not going to do. Contribute where you can and don't see yourself as the end-all, be-all of our attacking roster. Can I say how, like, this is the most bummed-out podcast probably we'll ever do. <laughs> well, there was that. There was this, like, first Spirit of 96 show that we did. We should have introduced <laughs> this as a Spirit of 96. I, f- I feel like this is going to be so negative and, like, people are like, man, this is, like, this podcast is so like it's bumming me out on my my morning commute or whatever they, well, people listen to this. Well, this is the upside. There are positives to the direction the galaxy are going. There are still great players coming through the academy. There there are things to be hopeful for. Um, we have to get past the idea of, you know, Robbie Keane is going to be the savior. He he's not. I love Landon Donovan. I I've said as much in the last two shows. Um, the idea that someone is going to come out of retirement and save the galaxy. Um, we need to get past some of these things. We're never going to be the team that plays younger players, that uh, signs designated players on anything, you know, not anything other, but things that aren't chiefly their name. But there are positives. We have some players coming through the through the academy that are really good, that are going to fit in with the new designated players. I just hope when presumably Robbie Keane moves on and presumably when Steven Gerrard moves on, um, the designated players that replace them uh, do more to to um, what am I trying to say? Do more to accompany the um, the younger talent we have, uh, mm. pair with them a, a lot better instead of signing someone like Geo, who plays in the same position as someone that we absolutely have to start every single week. Well, I, I definitely think they signed Geo because he was available because and he's a big name, and they could sign him. And in fairness to them, we've chased him for. What, three years? Yeah, it's been a couple of years. You know, it's great that they were finally able to get him. And when Robbie's kind of on his way out, on his way out mm-hmm. but you have to admit that you're burning about a season and a half or you're burning two years in in locking this guy up when you can, when you know he can't, they can't play on the field together. So at what point do you say, okay, let's bring in a guy like Lassiter, who's in all fairness been very doing very well for the, the second team. And you see that the galaxy is struggling with goals. Do you, tr- you know, try this kid out? Do you, you know, throw him out there, or do you stick with what you're, you know, the production you've been getting, which is n- not very much? I would like to see Jack McBean next season. Um, Lassiter, a, a little, not as much. Um, I think you would bring. I would bring Lassiter on for Geo. Maybe if I'm looking for a, a speedy forward late in a game, someone who can c- test some tired legs. Um, but I would like to see Jack McBean next season with Gio or uh, not starting, of course. Uh, that would be crazy. But uh, I would like to see Giassi and Gio next year. And I think uh, talking to Chris Klein before, the club was very, very uh, interested in Giassi's artists and Gio uh, kind of getting the keys to the castle. Um, but I'd like to see McBean off the bench. I'd like to see Garcia. God, I would like to see Garcia now instead of Baggio Husidic ever again or Jeff Lorentowicz? Hold on, let me see. 
Laurentowitz. Laurentowitz? Yeah. Uh, uh, I would rather see Rafa than either of those two. I'll just say that. Um, I would like to see, and this should make um, Twitter, uh, what would I call him, aficionado, Sean Steffen. Um, I would like to see Mendiola significantly more. Uh, I've been a fan of Mendiola for some time. Uh, back in his academy days, even before he had a uh, uh, homegrown player deal. Um, I'd like to see him instead of Baggio. I don't know what we're getting from some of these older guys, where if especially if it's going to be a, in a game that we end up losing, um, why we're not giving some of these younger guys a shot to get them into the team instead of continuously starting these older vets who, you know, frankly aren't going to give us a ton. Do you think that if we had locked up a point tonight and locked up that playoff spot, do you think Bruce would have thrown some of those guys on? No. I think Bruce is Bruce Arena. And yep. as um, much as I love yeah. him, and I'm sorry this this isn't funny, and I'm, I should be punching Ed in the dick and, and squeezing his nipples and, and all the normal fun things we're doing because, again, we're actually together today recording this. Um, but, you know, I fucking hate losing to Seattle, and it bums me out and it upsets me. I, I, yeah, I kept saying it all night. I'm like, I could take losing to pretty much any a team. A lot of teams. A lot of teams. Seattle is the one team that I absolutely want to beat. Or, you know what? Fine. I'll take a draw. Every time. I hate losing to them. But it's because it's <sighs> another team you know measures themselves next to us and tries to be like us. And instead, you know, we start fucking Baggio Hussidic. We start. Can't you know be, how I wanted you can't to. Can't be like us, bitch. Five time, baby. Five. You time know how I wanted to baby? start this show. I wanted you to be like, "Welcome to the Riot Squad cast," and I was gonna go. Daniel Starris needs to get the fuck off my. Team. <laughs> That's how I was gonna start this show, because it's it's. I'm tired of seeing these dudes, and it's hard when you see Bruce give someone a chance. Sorry, I keep natively backing away from the microphone. It's it's very phallic. Um, when you when you see Bruce, just get up on that mic, oh, baby, and just oh. Just wrap your lips around that mic and right just here? let it sexually flow through it's you. Sexually flow through you? That's that's amazing. Just Teddy get, Pendergrass would be disgusted you by you. You just got to get up on that mic and just straddle like a big old dick. This is <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what I was trying to say. Um, it's it's sad when you see Bruce give, some, give one of the younger guys a chance, uh, like Starris, and you see him do nothing. Because you know, I mean, nothing. Steris does. He adds nothing. When, well, that was like that was what I found promising with with Mendiola. Like he started a couple of games. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, like some of the, some, of the, some of the young guys are going to get a chance. Yeah. And then you start Baggio on the wing. Yeah. Still. Like. What? And Mendiola's healthy. He played for for Galaxy too. You start Baggio on the wing. Who the fuck starts Baggio on the wing? In 90, and I'm going to say 99 now, just to help Just so we can get away from 98 in degrees? 90, yeah. In 99 degree weather. Let's just say 100. Let's just say fuck it. Let's round up like you were saying. In 100 degree weather, you're starting Baggio Hussidic, Jeff Lorenowicz. Lorenowicz? Lorenowicz. Lorenowicz? Lorenowicz. Nope, Lorentowicz? Said, just, just move on. That ginger. You start Baggio Hussidic and the ginger. Still. Still, you have two players. You have two players in your first team who are better than them. Ugh, and this... you can't tell me that Baggio and Jeff Lorenowicz? Lorenowicz? Just move on. You can't tell me that, that Baggio... Now I'm doing it on purpose. You can't tell me that Baggio and the Ginger are better. They... What do they... I've never heard anyone give me an argument as to what they, what they add to the team. 
I think you you'll have it find you'll find it that Bruce will be like, oh well, they bring experience to the oh, team, and Bruce Arena is going to give me an answer. They bring well, no, but they'll bring their veteran presence to the team that'll yeah. that'll stable the team. It's like no, they they bring an old man, they bring old man legs in a 90, 98 degree weather. They they bring future proof that future proof that Bruce Arena would rather play an aging vet than risk uh risk a youth player who might have significant upside. So we'll lose another one. We'll have another and as much I know I'm a huge fan and I think Ed's a decent fan. I, I don't want to speak for too much of the fan base. Chandler Hoffman, another player that, you know, tears up Galaxy Two and ends up leaving us for another team in the USL, I think, like in the same division. Yep. You know that's right. Losing, uh, what's the Areola kid who went to, to Paul, TJ? Paul Areola. Pa- Paul Areola. Areola? Nipples. Ooh, sexy. Mm. It's getting sexy again. It's getting really sexy in here. Do you think his areolas are brown or pink? I gotta go brown. It's because... You know what? And I feel, I feel a little racist here. It's he's, because he's Hispanic. He's one of them light-skinned Mexicans, though, dude. Do, do light-skinned Mexicans have have hairy, have pink nipples? Hairy nipples. He might have some of that Spaniard, but I'm sure, he's, I'm sure his nipples are brown. You think he'd get back to us and let us know? Is that weird? Is he 18? Let Paul Ariola, you know, send us a, a tweet yeah. at Riot Squadcast. There you go. At, at Galaxy Podcast. <laughs> Hashtag it. Brown, pink nipples. Send it, send it to Josh Guessman. <laughs> at Galaxy Podcast. What are Paul Ariola's nipples look like? <laughs> <laughs> this went off the rails. We should do a long one since we're together. Uh, if someone wants to turn it off, you know, fuck them. No, we'll just keep it in now. Let's see how it goes. <sighs> Whatever, it's it's hot. Anyway, yeah, that game that that game was rough. It's always it's it's rough tying Seattle. It's really rough losing to Seattle, and it's really rough losing to Seattle. I hate that given team that we so had, much. Yeah, given that we had a chance to to do some take some significant strides in the supporter shield, um, and we shit the bed at home. Can I tell you how awesome it was though? So today in the Riot Squad section, um, we sing a chant saying. Jordan Morris sucks. Oh yeah, I heard about this. Zach Morris is better. Yeah. Obviously, Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. Mark Paul. And guess Austin. who's in the building? We did not even know. Can you say his last name? Mark something something something. Or I know it's Mark Paul. Take a stab. I, I don't Goss, know. Gosselin? Goss, whatever. Gosling. But the actual actor who plays Zach Morris was in the building. How? Gosseler. Gosseler. G O S S E L A A R. I just remember he was in a movie called uh, something about his roommate dying. Anyways, that's just a. He was in a movie called something about his roommate dying. Go fuck yourself, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) I just I I like the precision and the specificity. So uh, okay, so we've we've mentioned you know I would I would change Sturrs out for AJ. Yeah, I think definitely you want to. I think you you do that and you you get a lot more upside, right? I think I think AJ's Absolutely. even AJ's. Hang on. The fuck are you doing? Hold Mark on. Paul Gossler. Gossler. Mark Paul Gossler. Okay. Mark Paul Gossler was at the Galaxy. Thank you. Mark thank you. Paul We're gonna do it again. Thank you, Google. This is YouTube, man. Thank you, YouTube, Mark Google. Gossler. Okay, you can shut it off now. Can I shut it off? Yeah, shut it off now. Do we have the correct pronunciation of your name? Jesus Christ. www.pronouncenames.com This is definitely going off the rails now. This is amazing. I'm, so, I'm kind of drunk. So, uh, obviously, you, I, I think I definitely would change uh, I, would, I would change out Sturris for AJ. Yeah. I would put take out Baggio and put out someone who's a winger. 
or who can play that position? Anybody? Someone who who hasn't played forward and defensive. Some, somebody send somebody send a, re, a resume into LA Galaxy, and I would put you as a winger over Baggio Husidic. How about how about Jose Villarreal? Is that kid still alive? What he's playing. He's playing for the Galaxy too. But uh, yeah, man, it's 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 weird that he went from Wonderkin almost almost cracking the the starting lineup to never even being in on the first team. Do you remember that Vancouver goal from a couple years ago? I remember he start, he came off the bench was a super sub and he scored these amazing goals. And then he went to Cruz. That he fucked. Yeah, well he fucked himself. He went to Cruz's own and fucked it all up. Yeah, well. We got to pick this up. There's got to be something. <laughs> this got to be something positive. The problem is, it's such. And you know what? We're we're recording this literally the day of the game, so we're still pretty pissed and we're still pretty sad by the result. So it's gonna be. It's you know what? Fuck it. It's gonna be a sad podcast. It's gonna be a depressing podcast. I'm looking at. I'm looking at the notes we have, and there's nothing positive on it. What positive? What, what positive can you take from from this game? Whiskey and pancakes. Oh yes, that's right. Our, we usually our annual, do large stuff at the end. Whiskey and pancakes. Our, you know what? Our annual whiskey and pancakes event was this was this morning, or sorry, I should say, the game, the 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 pre-game against Seattle. We had bottles donated by Jim Beam. Thank you very much, Jim Beam. That's very Huge shout out to Jim Beam. Very very nice of you. And we had um, our event coordinator Joaquin. Who him him and uh, I I don't know who else uh, was helping out making the pancakes, but Joaquin knows. Ask him; he he'll give you the names of everyone who helped. What better? What better to get shit faced at eleven o'clock on whiskey and just have cram your gullet with pancakes? Yes, I said gullet. Sexy, yeah, I like it. Yeah, damn right, I said gullet. But no, thank you to to Jim Beam and and to Joaquin and and his pregame crew. Um, Amazing, for, thank you guys for showing up early and and not. And the thing that you got to understand with the, the people who set up pregame is they don't get to enjoy a lot of the things that they're setting up uh, just because they want to see, you know, some of these events take place and they want to have people have a great time. And, and it's, it's phenomenal, as, especially as long as Joaquin's been doing it, uh, given how many people have, you know, shuffled in and out of Laura's management. Uh, Joaquin has, has definitely blown out um, some of these events uh, pregame. And, and for how early these things are, it's, it's amazing. And then you had thank you to the Galaxy for bringing out Jossie's artist to give a little talk to the fans. Jossie and who? Who else? And the most beautiful man in the oh, world, Chris big Klein. Big boss. The boss man. Ugh. You should play the boss man theme from WWE. Can we can just put that in right now, right? Yeah. You just put it in. smooth. I'll, I'll slide it in. I'll put it on post. I guarantee he will. Every t- every time he says, "Oh, I'm going to edit this," the only thing he edits out of it is when he says, "I'm going to edit this." I've listened to the last two. It's absolutely true. Yeah, that is true. You're fat, lazy fuck. That is true. <laughs> no, but you know, it, it's it takes it takes a lot to to do those pregames, and I, I just really want to thank Joaquin and his his team for setting that all up. Yeah, and it's great to have Klein come out and and talk to the fans, and I guess gave some insight to the direction the club is going to some people, and you know, I'm not sure how much of what he was talking about was you know, a, a, a for your ears only. So I, I don't want to speak too much on that, but, um, you know, he went into uh, a decent description with, with people about where, oh, fuck it. Uh, he asked, uh, some, a couple someone, of people asked him about Someone Bruce. asked him about what's the situation with Gerard, Keane, and Bruce. Bruce. Bruce, Bruce. So from what we've heard, it's very likely that Bruce will stay on. Which is great. Which is amazing. 
and hopefully true. And then what we hear is that Keen and Gerard are probably gone at the end of the season. Well, let's parse that. What he said is, from my understanding, it also came out this week that. Uh, well, he was kind of yeah, he was kind of coy with it, like yeah. maybe. He's usually he's he's usually a very honest man. I don't know. But apparently, he's a sixteen-year-old girl from the valley. Um, he's usually a. a <laughs> He's usually a very honest man and and is straightforward. Uh, that's I definitely love that about that guy. But occasionally he is coy when it's necessary. Yeah, and and that's that's probably for the best. Well, he's a good businessman. That's why. Yeah. Well, one thing we know, he's way smarter than you or I. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so, from my understanding of what what he said to a squatter today, um, a squatter, a squatter, yeah, someone who doesn't pay rent. <laughs> um, Bruce is likely to come back, which is great depending on your opinion of bruce arena yes and um, no. and there are even people in the riot squad who are you know fall on either side of the line as is to be expected um keen perhaps not gerard perhaps not um it came out er- th- earlier this week if you heard um that keen and gerard's contract situation would be determined at the end of the season yeah which in soccer usually means you're not coming back yeah um which I'm okay with. <laughs> uh, I'm really, really okay with I'm on definitely both fronts. Okay with it. um, it's 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 nice to see some frankness from your management, even if if it's not something that's going to get reported. Yeah, you know what? I I definitely love the the no bullshit from from Klein a lot of times, because he'll you'll, you can ask him questions and he'll be he'll be straight up with you. He'll tell you flat out. He'll be straight up with you as much as he can. You know, there's obviously things that he can't mm-hmm. talk about. But he'll be straight up with you. And obviously, you and I have both had uh, um, a different relationship. A different most, relationship, yeah. yeah, with Chris Klein because of the the work we did in the Riot Squad um, a few years back through management and and negotiating with the front office. Um, you know, we're I would say we're on a first name basis. I know I'm on a first name basis with Chris Klein. Um, I know he recognizes me. I don't know if he, he knows my name. Yeah. Your your <laughs> your your butterballness is something he definitely recognizes. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it's it's gorgeous. I like it. Um, but he's he's always been very uh, um, forthright with information as, as best he can, um, and it's it's always you know occasionally he'll tell you hey I can't you know we can't really speak on this or hey you know this isn't really for public consumption just yet we're working on X Y and Z um, but he's always been very honest and I'm sure there are, are many supporters groups in the league that would love to have an owner or a president in, in the case of Chris Klein. Um, as forthright um, as he is. I would be totally okay with Keen and Gerard not coming back next year. Um, can I be can I be that blunt? You're like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, no, that's that's I mean, I think I've made my feelings on, on Keen and Steven Gerard pretty clear. Yeah. Uh, I you know what? I think Gerard made a mistake coming here in the first place. Definitely. I think we made a mistake convincing him to come here in the first place. Well, I mean, I can I can understand why someone who's been on a team that's never won a league title um, would say, "Okay, well, if I go to L.A., looks like I'm going to win one." I, I I think he just wanted to continue playing, which I can't fault you know a man for wanting to continue what he loved to do playing since he t- was you know as uh, when when since he's been able to you know since he think was a, in, a thought since he was in the Everton Academy he oh my God. <laughs> he wanted to play football he's been wanting to play it for the, his whole life. Yeah. It's something he's. It's what he does. It's he's extremely. He's, he's yeah. He's extremely passionate yeah. about it, and I can't fault a guy for wanting to still play. If he would have stayed in Liverpool, they would not have. He would not have played. No. 
he would have been a bench player. He would have been at a, best. At best, yeah. He he can't keep. If you look at the way Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool team plays, he couldn't keep up. No. And it's it's not. I'm look. I'm not Liverpool's biggest fan. I'm certainly not a Liverpool supporter, but he can't keep up with the way that team plays soccer anymore. Um, he wouldn't have been a bench option. It wouldn't make sense no. to keep him at that team no, 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 outside no. of the fact that he's Steven Gerrard and you're going to sell jerseys. Mm-hmm. But if you're moving on from Steven Gerrard and it's becoming Jordan Henderson's team, um, you can't <laughs> keep that. Yeah, I know a little bit about Liverpool. But if you're if you're moving on and it's becoming Jurgen Klopp's team and it's becoming Jordan Henderson's team, um, you can't keep some. You can't keep a personality that big at the at at the stadium or at the on the team because as soon as something slips up you're going to have fans calling for Steven Gerrard and you can't have that. No. And that's why I, I can't fault him for wanting to continue to play. I can fault a manager in Bruce continually playing him when it's obvious Legette's better in the middle. He doesn't have yeah, it's obvious he doesn't have the legs to go for a whole game. Yeah. Period. If you want to bring him off in the, you know, bring him on in the 80th minute, fine, okay. But given he can that, he can serve in a, de- a decent ball. But given how few, can he? Yeah, he, I I I'm gonna give him credit. He can, hmm. he can. All right, sure, yeah, no, cool. Look, give him a little credit. Come on, give him a credit. <laughs> I give him look. He he he's he's had a much better season this year. I I I get, yep I get I agree. Is it worth designated player money? Nope. Given that we have a finite amount of designated player spots, um, it's tough to make the argument that Steven Gerrard is worth the designated player spot he has. Certainly, it's, I mean, it has to be almost impossible to make the argument that he's worth keeping that designated player spot for another year. I definitely don't think you bring him back next year. It's, Not, he's, even non DP. No, he's, these guys are way too old to be spending, what was he, he was making like six million. I think it's I think it's six. It's like six point five million. Out. You're paying a thirty six, thirty seven year old six point five million in this league where those D, those DP spots are critical. Well, one of the things you and I were talking about before a week or so before we even started doing this, probably two weeks or so, um, when we were in a bad slump, or it was back in August, right? August, yeah. Um, Evil August. If you were looking at the designated players that we had. Versus the designated players that Toronto had, we did a great job at building our team out around our designated players. But looking just specifically through August, and this was just specifically through August, uh, and Josie Altador, obviously for me anyway, the big question mark in that list. But Sebastian Giovinco, better than anyone we have. Yep. Michael Bradley, better than the two we have in the midfield. Yep. Certainly better than fucking Baggio Husidic. Yep. Uh, or Jeff Lorenowitz. Lorenowitz. I got that right. I yeah, you got it right. That um, time. But definitely better than Steven Gerrard. Josie Altidore, you can make the case as to whether he's would be a better fit on the Galaxy. His his injury record would leave something to be desired. Yeah, I, I, I kind of feel like I would take Gio over. But position, over I see him. that's the thing. I would take Gio over him, but I pair, when I'm looking at the designated players, I pair the two Geos together. I pair Josie and Robbie Keane, and I pair Michael Bradley and Steven Gerrard. Mm-hmm. And when I look at it that way, I take those designated players over our designated players every day of the week. I would definitely take, I would definitely take, uh, take him over Keane for sure. Jesus Christ, Gerrard makes six million. Oh my God, six million for fucking what? Oof. For what? 
I mean, sorry, I keep looking at Ed, and I think it's it's throwing the mic off. But fucking he, what? He, he just wants to look into my eyes, and it's, it's sultry and beautiful. And go, Ed, I love you. I love you so much. Mike McGee <laughs> makes two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's cool. I'm good with that. Well, no, not really. For the amount of, I mean, I love Mike. That's a lot of money paid for somebody who doesn't play that often. So I made the mistake of opening up the MLS Players that's, Union salary. Yeah, let's not go into salaries right now. I'm going to fall down a hole. We can we can leave that for another day. Um, Mike McGee makes two hundred fifty thousand. AJ De La Garza makes two twenty five. After AJ's been here what ten years? And how, he, in the, how in the fuck? AJ's been here what? No, he got here in two thousand nine. No, dude, he got here with with uh, Omar. Yeah, Sean came in two thousand eight. In two thousand nine, Omar came in two thousand nine. This is one of the few things I'm. Can I tell you when? Can I tell you? It when hasn't my been six born? years, man. What do you mean? Six years? What? Seven years? I I mean, this is Long Beach Unified School District math. If ever there fucking was one. Yep. <laughs> no, AJ AJ and and Omar came in two thousand nine. Sean came in two thousand eight. Um, God, it feels like they've been on the team forever. So it's been seven years. Or this is the seventh year. Um, and he and Mike McGee makes twenty five thousand dollars more based on. The information you get from the players' union, um, which I've heard from several people, is, is not all that accurate. Uh, yeah, which no, isn't that surprising? Not all that accurate. Yep. Uh, your boy Jeff, your boy Jeff, Jeff, makes. If you say more than twenty dollars, I think you overpaid for him. What if I told you he made more than Sebastian Legette? Uh. <laughs> he makes more. He makes. Uh, according to the shut up, Gilbert. According to the uh, uh, players' union. Uh, Jeff makes 175, Sebastian makes 110, Dan Kennedy makes 180. I feel like Legit would make more if he played in like the USL at that point. Sure. Leonardo 160. Do you feel I, we can go into this later. Let's let's put that away. Put that away. Sorry. We'll go into that later. Let's go into that later. Let's let's get off that cuz that's going to even make me more frustrated and, and depressed. Definitely. Turn it off. I see you looking at it still. Jose Villarreal, 90000 That's about right. All right. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's about right. Anyways. Jose Villarreal makes $20,000 less than Sebastian Legette. So at this point. Legette. At this point. I'm out of beer. It's, out obvious, of beer. it's obvious that the Supporter Shield, it's over. It's over for us. Cocked it up. Well, it's not really. It's over for us. It's not real. <sighs> Don't give people hope, dude. No, I, I am the most pessimistic. Don't, don't give people hope. This is over. Support Shield are, is over. We are five games back. <clears throat> Outstanding. We are five games back. Professional. Technically, I'm a professional podcaster that, now. That is also true. You are you are as professional at this as Josh Gassman. and 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 the two Sean Sean Stefan made. Um, oh no, he's. Gasman will be always Gassman's a infinite. thousand, yeah. a million times better never at this gonna, than we will, we will <laughs> never be as good at this as Josh Gasman. No, no, not at all. Um, well, no, we are five points back of Dallas. Um, is that right? Didn't they get a tie today? Where we were four before? Yeah. So we're five points back of Dallas. Um, we ha- we still have the home away series with them, so six points, very much happen. there. Not going to happen. Look, is it probably going to happen? Not going to happen. I mean... Look, I hear from a great source it's not going to happen. Um, I'm a great source. And it's, and apparently it's not going to happen. But looking at the math, I believe... Color, or maths, the maths, if you're English. If you're British, if you're James Powell, 
who is a friend of ours, because apparently God I have to it, explain stop, stop every fucking dropping. person that I've ever met. I got to explain who they are. So if you're James Powell, who is English and a Tottenham fan, it's maths. Fuck you, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> you're a dick. I do this to have you fun. You keep name dropping people that no one knows. I know him. That's I know, good enough. And I know you, you know him. I know that you know. Blah, 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 I don't even know if he listened to this. I don't think so. Anyway. He's um, got a baby. He's got more important things to worry about. I don't know. There's nothing more important than the galaxy. Well, no, but Can I'm I saying tell you I met a kid named Landon this I'm weekend. saying there's no nothing more important than our podcast. I call that bullshit. That's fair. <laughs> Did I tell you I met a kid named Landon this weekend? Oh, that's awesome. Nine years old. Do you Nine think they old, named right? him after Landon Donovan? So he was named, you know, directly named after Landon Donovan in 2007 after Beckham showed up. Like, was it like Landon's like That's somebody cousin? I want to be friends with. Like no, a, not cousin? related. Barely a Galaxy fan. Then why would you know kid? Well, he knows of Landon, and he likes the Galaxy, but that was it. Like, I it's mean, not like you had a kid and was like, Landon Donovan, I've been a Galaxy fan X amount of years, blah, blah, blah. You mean Landon, Kobe, Cienfuegos, Rodriguez? That would be my child's name. Thank you, Denise, my girlfriend. I love you. You want to know what's sad? You're going to name my child that. You want to know what's sad? I was like, why Rodriguez? Really? <laughs> yeah, I was like, who is Rodriguez in this scenario? <laughs> That's Ed's last name, by the way. Yeah, I guess Chris doesn't know my last name, even though we've known each other for 10 years. I know your last name. It's just less important than, like, Hartman. Well, that's true. Where was Gato in there? Well, my kid's nickname will be Gato. You do have toes like a cat when you play soccer. That is true. What were we talking about? I don't care anymore. (laughs) (laughs) This is the last show. We're canceling this. (laughs) Well, thank you for listening to the last show yeah. of the Rise Quadcast. Thank you for listening to Spirit of 96. <laughs> We're out, motherfuckers. No, you know what? Okay, you know, we have one last thing to talk about. What do we got? Um, you know, let's preview the Dallas game. We're going to lose. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, no, fuck. so. Six points between the home away. They still have Champions League. They're still traveling over 3,000 miles. Can the supporter shield be won? Absolutely. Is it likely? No. No. Um, being realistic, looking at it, you know, from a, at least my historic pessimistic standpoint, um, we probably come in second or third. <laughs> we'll we'll get to the last week and then we'll shut the bed and not win the support the sports shield. Yeah, that's the way a how, galaxy. Yeah, how this goes, goes is we're down by two points. We're the only team that can win. We fuck up against Dallas and I hang myself. Mm-hmm. That's usually how these things go. That sounds about right. With that said, trying to be podcasty. Um, and look positive. Podcasty. Okay. Podcast, yeah. I mean, I I still think Guessman is the more positive one between the two of us. So um, we could be the more, we could be pessimistic. Yeah, but nobody listens to pessimistic. We listen to pessimistic. This is like the cure of podcasts. Wow. Where it's all dark and- We're closing this with a cure song. <laughs> we're absolutely closing. We're opening this with a Ja Rule song. We're closing this with a cure song. The title is The Cure of Podcasts. Was there anything else? Oh, the Cure podcast. No one's going to listen to that. <laughs> Maybe. I'm trying to think of a Cure song now. Well, you have, like, was it Pictures? Oh, please. I'm in the alone, pictures of you. If you die before me, I'm going to play this at your funeral. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, so it's, it's uh, you know what? To, uh, the Supporter Shield hopes are pretty much, like, you have your face covered in dirt up until like your ears and this game will be either that last shovel of dirt on the supporter shield uh, closer, closer. 
We can, you know, edit this out, whatever. It's the cure, Ed. Oh, God. I'm in love. I don't feel love today. I don't feel love today. I feel hate. <laughs> I feel hate in my heart, Chris. The cure. <laughs> I feel hate in my heart. I don't like that band. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, this isn't the fucking cure six, podcast. Anyway, six points, and we can we can overtake Dallas with a supporter shield. As true today as it was before, the home and away will decide it. Um, hopefully, their Champions League, they're not in the best form. They haven't been playing very well. Neither has Colorado. We could have overtaken this already. We could Ugh. be in the position we needed to be. We're not. Um, At this point, I just want to lock up second place. I don't even care about Sports Shield anymore because it's, it's done. I asked someone on Twitter, I said, what should we talk about today? And their response to me was, Bruce Arena doesn't care about the playoffs. Like our positioning for the playoffs. As long as we... The, the, there's this mentality of but as long as you I mean, qualify, it's, it's, it doesn't yeah, matter. It's, it's, there's some truth in that. Why do you think Bruce doesn't give a shit about finishing either sixth or second? But we talked about this, I think, last time or the time before. We're too old to travel. We're too old to have people traveling for every for the for a wild card game. We're too old to have people traveling for the second leg of a home home for the playoffs. But I don't think I don't think Bruce sees it as an we're too old to travel. I think he just gives a shit like you know we're good to the playoffs. That's what we'll turn it on. I think that I as you and I have spoken about before, that guy is absolutely smarter than you or I. If you oh, or I have figured that out, I have to assume Bruce Arena's figured that out. I you know what I I hate to think that Bruce makes bad decisions, but it's it's obvious that he makes bad decisions all the time. I feel like, but Bruce, he he's the master of MLS. Let's call him the master of MLS. I feel like Bruce Arena bought a Zune. I bought a Zune. It's I bought cheaper. A Zune. That doesn't that doesn't mean it was good. I'm poor. I'm what poor, so I bought cheaper. a Zune. There are cheap hookers that will make them better than expensive ones. And I'm not saying you should buy an expensive hooker. I'm just saying I think we can all agree an expensive hooker is better than a cheap one. I mean, are you. This you is risk, the you this risk, is the podcast Erica leaves me for. <laughs> you you risk uh, less venereal diseases. Venereal, I said it right, bitch. Laurentowix. Laurentowix. Anyways, man, let's fucking close this out. God, what do we have left? God, nothing. That's What's it. Lars doing? That's oh man! Here. All right. Um, you know, we just had our whiskey whoa, and pancakes. Whoa, whoa, hang on. What was that? Oh man! Why? No, not your Canadian voice. Why? Oh, why? Geez. Why the exhaustion? What was that? What was the voice for? Well, you know, it's it's the end of the year. It's we have one home game left. Uh, the last home game, and we'll get into this more as uh, as it approaches. But last home game is always our Lars formal, formal, which is we always you know last home game of the of this of the regular season. We always dress up you know nice and. Clean up, and not look like we're degenerates, and we just got back from a two-day binger. So, if ever you've looked over for the last home game and seen Lars in in suits and and, and ties and ties nice and dresses nice shirts and dresses and and you know generally just looking suited and booted, uh, it's mostly because for the last home game of the year we throw uh, what used to be called the Lars Prom and is now called the Lars Formal um, every year to kind of round out and do our, um, uh, player, of the, player year, yeah. of the year trophy presentation. Yeah. So that'll come up soon. Voting for that. will we'll open up pretty soon. And we'll talk about that and, and post all that information. Yeah. I mean, we literally have a month. I mean, what's the October? What's Are the we at a month? Yeah. I know. Our, I know it's like October 23rd, I think is the home okay. game. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're right about there. Yeah. So, I mean, it's literally almost a month away where. Didn't voting used to start a month out? 
lazy fucks. Yeah, well, you know. So anyway, we'll, we're going to go yell at some people right now and make sure yeah. voting for player of the year. Understand if if this is your introduction to the Riot Squad, and I'm finding a lot of people who follow us on Twitter now, and we're getting there, we're climbing up, um, who are not regular Riot Squad people that I know. Um, and so hopefully they're just Galaxy fans from around around the stadium. Um, and if you are, tweet us and let us know, you know, where you're sitting and, and what section you're in. And, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because we, it's, look, this is for the Riot Squad, but it's not exclusively for the Riot Squad. It's it's to help people get some understanding. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a voice. It's a voice. It's a voice. It's a voice to the voiceless, like Superman. God damn it. Can we be like, I want to be like Superman. Everybody Superman. wants to be like fucking Batman. I hate Superman. I don't, I don't even necessarily like Batman. I'm huge on Spider-Man. We'll get into that later. Um, that's but, on that's on our Talking Superman podcast. You'll find that on <laughs> Talking Krypton. Talk, talking Krypton. Um, oh, that's a good name. But we're gonna we'll, we'll get on the people from the from the Lars management and get the Player of the Year going. But you should understand Lars Player of the Year isn't necessarily the uh, team MVP, um, who should be Yella Van Dam. Um, but it's who embodies who the embodies Lars the spirit. spirit, yeah, of the Riot Squad and of the supporters of the team. Um, you know, I obviously have my pick. Uh, do you have yours? Oh, it's definitely, it's definitely Von Dahmer. See, I, I wasn't going Von Dahmer. It's Von Dahmer. I didn't go Von Dahmer this year. Mm, I, I went Gordo again. I love Gordon. I think he's definitely, any any year he's on our team, he in, embodies the Lars spirit. It's really hard to beat that guy. But Von Dahmer, Von Dahmer, has been a fucking badass. You know who I go with, if not, if the season didn't go the way it ended out, all transfers stayed the same from the beginning. You know oh, what I go young. with? It, it goes with young. Nigel. Oh, God damn, might, yeah. It should still be uh, Nigel. Uh, Nigel, yes. Nigel de Jong, apparently crippling uh, Darlington Nagby. Um, uh, for, who, for two days because he was for, back yeah, on training. He was back training and three days later. Nigel de Jong, who gave Nagby a strong cough, um, <laughs> that guy would have been my player of the year. It, it's sad that he's gone. Do you, but, um, you, I still love watch, looking at a picture of 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 uh, Darlington, Darlington in, a, in, a in a wheelchair with a towel over his head like a fucking puss. Oh my god! Um, but I I go I go probably De Jong, Gordon, and then Van Dam um, in that order. I could I could move Gordon. I mean, it's rarefied earth to be Player of the Year twice, and certainly to be Player of the Year back to back. So it's kind of tough for in that stretch to give it to Gordo, but. Um, yeah, probably you're probably right. Probably Van Dam. I, th- I think I think it's a strong show. Strong I case. think it's a strong case that Van Dam will win. Yeah, I I might give it to uh, AJ De La Garza's patience for not smacking the shit out of Bruce Arena for the fact that he's on the bench every week. But we should get out of here. There were no Galaxy birthdays um, since our last recording, but we also recorded like four days ago. Yeah. So, um, so you can follow us on Twitter at Riot Squadcast. You can send us emails if you have any topics you wanna uh, you want us to address. So send it to Riotsquadcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Ed the Zombie. Hey, you can follow me on Twitter at ZeroCool138. And you can follow the LA Riot Squad at LA Riot Squad. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter. You can find us on Snapchat. You can find us on Friendster, on Zanga, on uh, what else? Defunct pod, uh, social medias. Are MySpace. There? MySpace. We have a music. No, I'm just kidding. We, live Journal. Live, live Journal. You can find me on the Winamex chat rooms. We have a we have a GeoCities uh, email. Holy so, shit! Uh, website. <laughs> you can mess AOL Instant Messenger. Um, I'll be out there. H sex location Ed. ASL baby. Seventeen female from Florida. What up? <laughs> Get at me. All right, so uh, that's it from us this week. Some the cure, man. <laughs> okay, yeah, right we're gonna now. we're gonna end the sh- we're gonna end the sh- show on some cure. All right, we love y'all. Be well. All right, be well. Peace.